AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Now hiring. Wisconsin Senate has approved a bill allowing 14-year-olds to work as late as 11 o'clock p.m. in an effort to help plug the labor shortage. Wrong. That's wrong. The federal child labor law says that under-16s must stop working at 9 p.m. on non-school nights and 7 p.m. on school nights. Mm -hmm. But the state of Wisconsin says, fuck you, motherfucker. We need somebody in here to flip these burgers. Get them goddamn pre-puberty motherfuckers in here and give them an apron. Instead of staying at home playing Fortnite all night? Hey, I said make some money. I'm not upset with it. It's wrong. Okay. Wait a minute. What's the age one more time, homie? How old they got to be? 14. Here's the bigger question. Who the fuck going to pick up a 14-year-old at 11 o'clock at night from a damn McDonald's? That's a valid question. I had to quit Baskin-Robbins because my mama wouldn't come scoop me at 8.30. Neither one of you have 14-year-olds who get on your nerves and would be willing to let them go out the house for eight extra hours and pick them up with just enough energy left so all they do is go to sleep? Yeah, sign me up. I'm right here. I am the father who will pick up my 14-year-old from McDonald's, Starbucks, or anywhere else I want to hire her and work her into a tired mess. I'm all for it. Hit me offline. Follow me on Twitter if you're trying to hire my daughter. Word up. No. You wait till y'all Child have 14 year olds. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> the views of Ralph the Third are not those of other parents. We're moving to Wisconsin. We're down. moving to Wisconsin. Mm. My name is Roy. This is my job there. What are you doing? This is, I'm moving my hands like a celestial system oh. of the stars and the moon. I'm, I'm, my hands represent planets orbiting and they're coming into alignment, like an eclipse, oh. like a solar or a lunar eclipse. The same thing you do when you're on Molly, you know what I'm saying, and there's music playing. I, if you put a glow stick in my hand right now, it would look like I'm on drugs, just for the people listening. Please. Here's what I'll say, though, in regards to that law in Wisconsin. I feel like 
there are a lot of scenarios where some families would welcome that extra cash. Mm. And, you know, we talk about kids not working and not needing to work. You know, I was a child that at 14, like the first time I really was like the idea of needing to make money came from supporting my Nintendo tape habit. I didn't really fuck with sneakers. I didn't fuck with comic books. But when the new Nintendo tapes came out, I had to have $50. And the simplest way to do that was to go and rake leaves. $10 for the front, yeah. 15 front and back. Mm-hmm. And so I would walk around the neighborhood with a, with a box of trash bags and a rake. And I would do you straight. And if you said no, then I would take the bag of leaves from another house that I'd rake. And dump them on until, your yard. I'd wait until nighttime and I'd come and dump those leaves and spread them evenly. And you know, then I'd yeah, come is, back a week later. This is... Honestly, this is one of those moments where I wish my angry. wife was listening because she'd be like, you and Roy are the same effing person. Because when I met her, I used to tell her that's how I ended up getting a job at the mall because my parents was like, yo, why do our neighbors keep coming back telling us that you dumping leaves on their lawn? And I didn't want to tell my parents that they denied me. So I ended up getting a job at the mall. Why like I was angry. So angry? I was angry. Young black, I was. <laughs> I was wrong? bright and smart. What the fuck are you talking about? That's I, I was annoyed. Did I smart. did That's I say mean. I was angry? I I raked two yards. I just made thirty dollars. One more yard, and I got a Nintendo tape. No, we mm-hmm. all worked those jobs where they got us out of there before nine o'clock, juggling that job and school and trying to have a social life. It, it's not healthy to be in there until eleven o'clock at night, and then you're at that age of fourteen of. I don't know what I can say yes or no to. I mean, I knew what I could say yes and no to, but 14-year-olds these days, it's too much. And then there was also, you know, if I'm going to be like just slightly serious for a second. Mm-hmm. So my father died when I was 16, but that last mm-hmm. year of his life, he wasn't working as much. And then on the other side of his death, it was me and my mom trying to cover a lot of different mm-hmm. shit that, mm-hmm. my daddy's, that my daddy's side of the you know, money was covering. Mm-hmm. Was covering. My senior year of high school, I was working 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. I was, it was bulk on the weekends, but there was two nights a week, dog, that I was literally working till 10 o'clock on a school night. If it wasn't baseball season, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. out. I was working. Mm-hmm. And then I would get up in the mornings on Saturday mornings and work at that rehab hospital, 630 to 2. I would come home and sleep for two hours, and I'd be back out the door for a 5 to 11 somewhere. Yes. That's and it. still raking the leaves. So. Mm-hmm. In the scenarios where a family needs that, mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's a bad, I know we're trying to protect the kids from themselves, but if you're 14 and you got to get it, you're going to figure out a way. But you know, man, it. you know what? Um, so it may as kids, well be above the books. My kids just recently realized that there were child labor laws, actually. Um, and I had to explain to them why, because they didn't understand. They were like, what do you mean? Like, I, there was a time in this country where if it was between making you work on the farm and help harvest everything on the farm and sending you to school, since you made money working on the farm, they didn't send you to school. You just worked on the farm. And if you ended up, like I was telling my daughter, like girls used to get married off at 12 and 13 and start having babies at 14 because there was money and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, now, now I kind of look at it like most of the kids and and my, I have good kids for the record. Don't cut that out, Lawrence. They need to hear that. I have wonderful (laughs) children. I I love both of my children. I do, but they, but they also don't necessarily understand like you, like Roy, you had a reason at 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 15, 14 to work. My reason was always because, which sounds way bad when I think about it now, 
But my reason for wanting to work when I was a kid was because my mom would not buy me designer clothes. Point blank. My mom was like, if you're going to get, if, if I'm going to buy it, we're going to Montgomery Wars and you're going to wear these reversible shorts and, and be happy with it. And I was like, you can't keep doing this to me. So eventually I got a job basically so I could clothe myself and not go to school wearing a bunch of Bobo shit. And um, that's where it started because that's what it was back in the day. I get it, JG. I get what you're saying. But it's like we they go, oh, well, kids shouldn't work. And the thing that my mom asked me, my, the first job I had with a tax return was Baskin Robbins mm-hmm. Western Hills Mall when I was 15. And before I went in the store, my mom looked me dead in the eyes and she said, are you sure you want to do this? Because you will never stop doing this again until you're 70. Mm-hmm. You have the nice. option to not work. And I just wanted to work. And when I look back on that time and reflection, I don't know what I would have done other than just sit around and dream about money. Like, I don't know. Like, like I think, number one, I think kids should work because I think it establishes some level of decency and responsibility I and sense of that. duty. Mm-hmm. So you need that structure, but you also shouldn't be forced to work 40 hours. Right. Like, because that part of it isn't necessary. You know, there's a lot of fast food spots that are going to take advantage Absolutely. of this. Also. If you got a bunch of 14-year-olds working at fast food spots, they finna be fucking up everybody's order. Nasty. All of them McRibs going to be done wrong. They're dumb. You're at 14. You're dumb. You don't know how to put the burger together the right way. Respectfully. The 14-year-olds, the 14-year-olds cannot mess with the middle-aged Latino folks who be holding down McDonald's and shit. They cannot fold the burgers at the same speed. Them cats is hardcore, bro. That's because they, they know what English. they're doing and they take pride. A teenager, take I did pride, not take, I did not take pride. Bro, I would break somebody's yard, take them leaves and sprinkle them in another person's yard so that person would hire me the next day. I did not care. So wrong. That's marketing. That is not who you want making your hamburgers. I agree with that part, though. I I do agree with that part. That's the bigger issue is that you're employing 14-year-olds in jobs that they don't care about. Give them something simple. Put them out in that heat in the construction zone with that stop slow stick that you flip. That's even worse. Put them on the freeway. That's good work. Pavement machine with that heat sizzling up. uh, That's what I want. Let that 14 year old drive the pavement machine. See, again, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, you keep saying no, but I'm going to solve your problem because next summer, you about to have your very own 15 year old for three months. And then after you had that 15 year old, mine, for three months, you're going to be like, you know what? We need to make all these children work. (laughs) The hardest thing we could possibly do. She ain't even put her phone down while she swept your flow. Like, I'm trying to tell you. Your daughter will call you in 48 hours to come home. Trust me. Yeah, because you're going to call first. You don't know my daughter. She's going to work you. I can't wait. We we got guests on the line, so we're going to do this one real fast. Let's get real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay. Really quick, Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. So, JG. Uh Did you know that, and I don't like saying his name, Oh, forty five. Mm. as we like mm-hmm. to call them. And we mm-hmm. don't, we don't, we don't do politics on this show. Nope. That has always been the mandate. Ain't changing. Everything we discuss on this show is through the prism of employment. Yes. Period. Full stop. That was from day one. Mm-hmm. So the only reason I'm bringing up 45, it's the only reason. And we, what is this? Episode 34, 35, 36, first 35. time we've ever mentioned he launched his own social media site called Truth Social, which was immediately shut down by hackers and motherfucking trolls <laughs> after two hours, and the site has not been up since. Someone took President Donald Trump's social media account and posted a picture. Close your ears, Jacqueline. Uh-oh. Posted a picture of a pig taking a shit on his own scrotum. No. That is specific. That is nasty. <laughs> that is so specific. That is 
that could have been so many other, but that hey, is so specific. <laughs> hey, I just, I, 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 we don't have time to really, and I, I don't think we want to take the time no. to dig deep into this. I just want to say to the hackers out there, to the trolls out there, let them know. Shutting down, shutting it down real fast. Let them know. Let them know. All of y'all are. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Agreed. Nicely done. Worse than first time. Well, we invite you, the listeners of the job fair, to come on this show and share with us either your worst job or your first job or something terrible that may have happened to you. Uh, we have we have some very good friends, you know, and, and it's rare that I get friends on this show because we've talked about this in the past, JG. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't want to ask. Yes. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't want to bother people. I just just let me talk to strangers. I just rather talk to strangers because <laughs> I know they want to talk, but. Every now and then you get a friend and you just go, you know what? Damn it. They are so radiant. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I got to talk. To, I got to ask. Him. I don't want to ask. Him, but... <sighs> Let me go and send a DM real quick on Instagram. Come on the show and bring their radiance on the show. JG, who's on the line? We have Andrew and RJ Gilliam. What's up? That, hold on. Hold on, Andrew. Brother Gilliam, <laughs> hang on. Now, see. Now see. Jacqueline and kind of, she didn't, she didn't kind of like, she gave y'all the, 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 that's what she normally does. That's the normal introduction. The treatment. But, I, I love JG's oh, voice. Thank don't you. leave her alone. What you about to do? No, no RJ, it's black royalty. no. It's black royalty. You got to do this oh, right, bro. Man. You got to do this Our right. fellow Florida Ann and Rattlers, mm. they are the Go host. Uh. They are the host and co-host together. Host together. I don't want to break up your marriage. They are hosts, plural. Yes. It's resilient. It's resilient. Right now. <laughs> of the Real Talk <laughs> podcast. He is former mayor of Tallahassee, and this brother is a solid ass dude. His oh, wife Lord. from Alabama, Jacqueline. Ask her what city she's from, JG. Uh oh. What city are you from? I am from Montgomery, Alabama. Stop it. Yeah, and Jacqueline's from Montgomery. Yeah. Why did I know mm. that? I thought you were from Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. How did I miss that? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She is the director of Foundation Affairs at the Florida Dental Association, fellow Florida AM graduates, Andrew and RJ Gillum. That is. Welcome to the job. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Go and do y'all Montgomery bonding and shit, Jacqueline. Really quickly, what high school did you attend? I went to Lanier, but I was zoned for JD. So I went to Lanier. I was in Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Sydney Lanier. Yeah, I was so accepted poet. at Lamp and CPAC. That's I what look, both of us. We we went through the trenches. I'm trying to tell you, it was, it was. I don't know how it is now, but it was a little rough back in the day. A little. Like we had a couple of. We would be in the middle of practice, and I was a cheerleader. We'd be in the middle of practicing out in that big mm-hmm. front. We had a big U in front of our school, and you know people would drive by in the cars because the band would be practicing, yes. and we cheerleaders we practicing and they just start shooting mm-hmm. so we'd all have to like either run or lay down on the grass seriously shooting at who who in the band is in the in the game i don't i don't know i don't know we had a you phenomenal, know the band is a game. phenomenal band by the way the marching poets from sydney lanier your high school mascot was a poet the marching poets is that what respectful. you just said respectful hang on let me clean it up what kind of gangster ass place were y'all living in where they shot at the damn band like i need to know that like <laughs> hey. right 
the Listen, poets were shooting. The poets, it, 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 builds, the poets? it builds character. It, it builds it character. We, but that's not what we're here to so talk wait, about. So wait, one more thing though. Did you go to Baldwin? I went to Baldwin. I did. Oh. Look at this. It, what I, is Baldwin? It was our junior high. We oh, went to Arts and Magnet Junior High. Yeah, yeah Arts and Magnet. Okay. Yeah. I danced at Baldwin. You know what? I gotta go look my yearbook out. Hey, Andrew. This is what it's like being a husband when this kind of shit happens. I'm right, right. Okay. right. Look, all right, Tina, we calling. The world is Look, so small. I'm, I'm not even interrupting. I'm Roy, just letting you just Jack put together, man. I'm just letting <laughs> them get their bond on. Right? I'm just letting them bond. And we're know? so proud right of you. Right. Well, well, right we back go here. way back. Me and Roy right were here. in the Alabama club in 1996. All six of us. Yeah, yeah, it was not a very big club, but we were at the Alabama club. The story that I tell about Andrew just on campus mm-hmm. is just that you know people. It's when you see people like, okay, so like when you look at like your podcast, Real Talk with Andrew Gillum, right? And you get on there and you talk a little bit about what's going on. You add perspective to the story. You give a little bit of your opinion, but it's not just an opinion, but here's what I think. It's here's other things you may not have considered. And let's mm-hmm. unpack that as well, right? You were that dude in college. Like, so Jacqueline, mm-hmm. I was at Florida A&M during the time when the Al Gore, the stolen election of 2000. Oh, oh yeah. The dangling Chad, mm-hmm. Jeb Bush was governor, and we were marching on the Capitol or whatever. And so Andrew at the time was in student government. And, you know, on the day of the march at the Capitol, FAMU's SGA was walking around campus and like just grabbing motherfuckers. Come on, we're marching. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I don't want to march. But you know how, like, you, Ralph, you know how you don't be marching, and then you see a wave of black people marching? You don't want to not be marching. Go with them. <laughs> no, nah, no, you can't. Nip. It's just like when we mm. run. Right. No, you I, know I'm running, but... <laughs> we we move it all in the same direction. It looks right. Right. It looks right. Mm-mm. I don't know where we going, but let's go. Man, we, we, I can already tell off the top, because we didn't waste so much time up front. We're going to have to keep y'all around for Scam of the Week, yes. too. But let's, let's get into worse oh, than first. Like... RJ, we'll, we'll just talk to you first for, okay. for right now. But before you were this wonderful woman who cared about the people and the community and the blah, 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 <laughs> take me back to that first apron or the smock or whatever you had to wear back in yeah. the day and mm. give us that job that just when you pass by the building, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and you go never again. Well, I tell you, I don't know if this is a worst or a first or both, but this was uh, as soon as I graduated from FAM, I was a biology major. And the intent was to go to dental school, but I did a little too much focus on Delta and SGA, and I wasn't quite as focused okay. as I needed Sorority to be. So I needed, lifestyle and I needed okay. a little more time, and I had no idea what I was going to do after graduation. So um, there was a gentleman who had come to campus to help us with an SGA event where we had a speaker series, and I was in charge of like escorting him around. And he was like, you are so impressive. What are you doing after graduation? And mind you, this is like March or February, and we graduated in April. And I was like, I have no idea. So he hired me, right? He was a financial advisor in Dallas, Texas, but he also had an office in Detroit. So he hired me. Um, this is not one of those, and you'll know what I'm talking about, Roy. This is not one of those SBI jobs where they were giving people signing bonuses and relocation and all of that. No, yeah. this was a, you show up in Dallas on this day, however you get here, good luck. Oh, So, you know, my daddy helped me hook a <laughs> U-Haul to the back of my Saturn, and we drove from Florida to Texas, got me set up with an apartment. And 
I have this job and it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. He had me in charge of like client services. I was supposed to just come up with ways to wow the clients, right? Uh So it was easy at first. Hey, we don't recognize birthdays. We don't recognize anniversaries. Let's just do some touch points. But quickly I got bored because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. He also was not physically in that office. He had said he spent two weeks in Dallas and two weeks in Detroit. He was only in Dallas a couple of days. That tells you everything you need to know. In yeah. the office, there were a lot of other remote employees, but in the office was me and another young lady who was about my age, but she was still in college. Yeah. Very responsible. But the two of us left our own devices. We would sometimes get off track. So eight months in, he flies in town to meet with us. I probably have maybe worked in the office with him maybe 10 times total after these eight months. And he, you know, sits me down. He's like, this is not really working out. And I was kind of surprised, but I wasn't. I'd never been fired before. I've never heard of Oh, I know you never heard it. Just, just go with it. So he slides these papers to me and was like, I'm going to have to let you go. You need to sign this. And I was like, I'm not signing anything. My mama taught me, don't you mm-hmm, sign nothing, mm-hmm. right? But essentially, I was being let go because it wasn't working out. So he did. I mean, it was a good package. He gave me severance, whatever. But I was in Texas eight months. I'd only been working there. No, no, no. Severance was like a couple of weeks. It was poultry. I was about to say, damn, he gave you eight months severance? Listen, this job, this job, this job. Oof, I don't have enough time to tell you about this job. So one of the reasons I was being let go is because we had a toll-free phone number, right, for clients. I... Fancy myself a bright young lady. But what I didn't realize is that by giving my friends and family members this toll-free phone number and tell them they can call me anytime they want to. Because at this time... There were no anytime. It wasn't anytime minutes, right? So you had to pay long distance. So my cell phone was like an 850 and it was long distance if I was calling it down. So he shows me all these phone bills for all these months by the minute Mm. all these calls and the young man that I was dating at the time which isn't the young man I'm sitting next to right now Mm. he and I used to talk on the phone like every day for a very long time so so the problem wasn't the boss he no it just I was young and didn't have any guidance or leadership in the job you better watch it boy he basically was like, I'm going to give you this little bit of severance and you need to be glad I'm not charging you mm-hmm. to pay me back for all this money you spent and cost me on this toll free line. So I left and I couldn't quite move back home yet because I didn't have any money and I had to finish paying my lease. So I started working temp jobs. The first temp job I had was at a hospital, something Presbyterian in Dallas. And I was the one that came around to the room with the cart and the computer to do the birth certificate okay. when somebody had a baby. And we are under very strict instructions not to respond, not to give suggestions, not to make faces. So if somebody is like, I'm going to name my baby Anthony, and they start spelling it, you do not correct them. No, I'm just using that as an Mm -hmm. example. You cannot correct them. You cannot say, oh, did you mean to say Anthony instead? You can't do any of that. And even if they ask your opinion, so I'm going to name my baby Boom Shakalaka and you just got to just go B-O-O-M. I not in good conscience look at those sweet little baby faces and let them be named terrible things. Oh my gosh. So I was not asked back after a week. (laughs) A week? You couldn't fake it for a week? No, but it was through a temp agency. So I got reassigned, got a great gig for a couple of months until I got a, a better job. And I moved to Atlanta. I stayed there for a year. Then I came back to Tallahassee for grad school. And the rest is history. I got my act together. So that was my worst slash first. <laughs> well, 
Was it the worst employer, it appears? Well, <laughs> sounds like y'all got some shit to discuss at the end of this podcast <laughs> as a couple. Yeah, I was about to say, we can come back. Oh, my goodness this, gracious. I mean, I had versions to this. I've never, I didn't know you used candy stri- stripes or birth stripes. I was a candy striper. I, See, this is the other thing that happens when you marry. You talk and the spouse don't hear what you're saying. Mm, they hear what they want to hear. Mm, okay. The podcast is Real Talk with Andrew Gillum. It's every Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> and Friday They talk about everything happening around the world of cable news and politics. It's his unfiltered opinions. And once a week, what you just heard between these two? (laughs) Yeah. It's what you get. It's what you get when you listen to Real Talk with Andrew Gillum. RJ comes on the show once a week, and I assume that y'all are just, what I can tell, working through a lot of stuff that... I don't know. I, like, I've, I don't like JG. I feel like I shouldn't be listening to them talk hey, to each other right now because it sounds like they're working that through. Was the, you know what? Right? That was the idea. In fact, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> My producer doesn't share. <laughs> they keep it between them and then we come on. I'm like, okay, so what's up? What are we doing today? We're talking about what you did last week. Oh, shit. You know, we just, just keep it real on real yeah. time. Hey, you know what, Andrew? You get props <laughs> from me, man. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm married to a very strong woman as well. And there's no way in hell <laughs> that I would do a podcast with my wife on a weekly basis. No way in hell. Uh, I'm watching you do stuff, and I know that husband cringe. I know it when I see it. <laughs> and you are totally in just, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, uh, this is hard. Andrew, how tall are you, bro? 6'1". You about 6'1"? RJ, how tall are you? 5'2". See, we on the she same. She's 6'1". Bruh, 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 I be telling all the time, it's the short ones and the quiet ones. You always got to watch us. <laughs> you know what, Ralph? We're killer poets, bruh. Killer hey, poets. Listen, killer poets. This, don't let this sweet face fool you. I know, JG. Just like, see, tell I could tell. Mm-hmm. And Jacqueline, the sweet face and the sweet voice. Jacqueline mm-hmm. don't do nothing on this show but talk about guns. <laughs> And I know. Is that life, Is that life? She keep that thing. I gotta. I need to catch up. Did we ever figure out who sent the flowers? Oh. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Wait. I'm a little behind because I was out of town. Oh, did I? I wasn't supposed no, to no, bring no, that up. No, no, no. You're fine. We did not okay. figure it out. I didn't. He know. never. He never came forward. Nope. The dude never oh, came forward. Okay. I was I was caught up in that storyline. It was like mm. telling oh. novella again yeah. through the podcast. That's a Yo, uh, my homeboy said there's got to be a thread between her selling the dude trying to suck buy the panties from her, oh. and somebody <laughs> sent her the flowers. That's what the homie said. It's got to be a thread. Y'all just ain't connecting it yet. Okay. But I'm we gotta go to a break. We gotta go to a break. <laughs> Y'all just might have to stay and kick at the whole show. I'm sorry. Lord of mercy. You know what? You know what? Because we, we, we still got to do Scam of the Week with you, Andrew. But oh, just give, if you have a second after the break, just give advice to anybody out there, especially the youths. The youths of the world. The youths on careers in politics mm-hmm. and oh. what is the best path in for that because I know there, there's a lot because we'll, we'll talk about the pivot I'll, I'll explain that after the break John Fair we'll okay. be right back this episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union at Navy Federal it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them but do everything to make sure they not only grow but flourish that's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky high rates so don't hesitate Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I thought, but, you know. He is from asleep. Really? Job fair. What you hear right now, the voices of our two guests. <laughs> oh, we. They are 
Yeah, we still back. Going. Yeah, y'all still going. The commercials been done playing. Y'all still going. Oh, Lord. Oh, Andrew, God. husband and wife, oh, Andrew God. and RJ Gillum. The podcast is Real Talk with Andrew Gillum. RJ pops in on one of the three episodes that they air oh, every week. Sick. Now, we talk about career pivots and how people, you know, you can do one thing that you think you're supposed to be doing. And then yeah. one day God talks to you, you do some shroom, whatever, something get in your head and you do a 180. And there have been droves of people on both sides of the aisle. And this isn't even talking about the random spinoffs of Trump that have been out there. But there are a lot of mm. people who now want to make a difference. They yeah. are being active in their communities. It's a lot of first timers, young and over 40, running for office. I just met a young woman. I was back home in Birmingham for the Magic City Classic. Oh. And this mm. is a woman who used to be kind of a party promoter and do kind of some smaller stuff. And she told me to my face, she said, Roy, in, um, in 2024, I'm running for judge. Like, she's coming for, like, and so it's so dope to see these people wow. being active and going out there and trying mm -hmm. to be the change in their communities. Yeah. Just as quick as uh, you can or as long as you want to, man, what are the best practices for someone that hasn't been in politics who's trying to tiptoe into that? Even if like, like Corey Bush yeah. is a great example yeah. over in uh, Missouri. Yeah. Or you look at... um. As, I don't Ayanna know Presley, they, AOC, uh, at the Randall local Woodfin. level, you got Randall, Randall yep, Woodfin. Randall. Yeah. You also have mm -hmm. um, your boy, Stephen Reed. Stephen Reed and, uh, Reed and Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. So, Any chance to shout out Morehouse niggas? Y'all go ahead, continue that. <laughs> uh, but mm -hmm. no, in that world of politics, because this yeah. is the part of the show where we really get into employment and mm -hmm. things that you can do to better yourself and seek out that stuff. And I know that for the people who are civic-minded, yeah. What are some of the best practices? Like, should you spend a year or two building your connections and learning mm. the community and the people? Yeah. <laughs> the advice I would give as it relates to trying to enter into public service, one, do it authentically. Uh, you know, there, there, people like to make politics so much more complicated than what it really mm. is. Politics translated is simply the study of people. You're a person. You interact with people every single day. You either have a care for them or you don't. You either have, you know, um, a love of where you live and think that everything is perfect and you want to preserve its perfection or you see where the fault lines are and where the change can be made. And then you step in and you want to make that difference. So my first piece of advice is do it authentically. Mm -hmm. I used to run a candidate training program. I founded one mm -hmm. and helped a national program. And we would have these candidates come through, you know, people who thought they wanted to one day be candidates. And after experiencing them for one week of an initial training, I'd say, I would definitely not like to see you mm. in public service from that mm. standpoint. I understand you like the transaction, but there are a lot of ways to be part of a transaction. Mm. Lobbying is a way to be part of a transaction. Right. Public service from the standpoint of an elected official should be just that. It should be a service to the public. And you ought to come by it, in my opinion, honestly. And I know politicians get a bad rap because we only hear about the bad stuff. But there are a lot of people, far more people who get into that line of work with sincere and honest mm -hmm. commitment to make where they live and what they love better. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who get into it for alternative reasons. And there are also people who get into it for good reasons who over their time and service get exposed to so much bad that the lines start to be mm -hmm. blurred between what is right and wrong. It isn't so black and white for people anymore. Mm. So your moral compass is very important. 
Mm-hmm. Ways to get involved is volunteer. Mm-hmm. That thing you want to change before you ever run for elected office to change it, maybe you ought to try changing as, as an individual with a community and other people who are concerned. Um, and then determining whether or not that's your calling or not. And then I think I would say lastly, um, Roy and fam, is that you don't necessarily have to be in public service from the standpoint of an elected official mm-hmm. only. There are a lot of ways to be in the system, a public civil servant going and working for the local government, applying for a job at Parks and Rec, and one day working your way up to become the director of Parks and Recreation, you know, if if that's what you choose. So there are, you know, there are a lot of avenues in. It isn't as complicated as people like to make it. The reason we often say it's complicated is to either excuse ourselves out of having to do the hard work Mm. or to make sure that you come to believe that the barriers are so high for entry that you never, ever, ever step up to challenge me one day for the office that I desire. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you mm. understand the first rule of politics is self-preservation. Mm. And so most people, despite of how good they may be, they don't want competition. Uh, so oh. they figure out ways to keep you from being able to compete. Mm. But cream always rises. Uh, and I think people who are made of good stuff and good stock um, find their way into the process and they and they last. Mm-hmm. And those that aren't, you know, you see fall by the wayside. You know, man, I was a big fan of you before I've ever had the chance to sit down and meet you tonight. I grew up in a D.C. area where government shit is all I know. Um, but listening to you speak, man, I think I've become a bigger fan of you um, and what you and what you're doing, because it's, it's clearly a sincerity there. And I grew up in an area where people ain't that damn sincere. They telling you they're running for office because they know it's money involved. Um, That's real. But, but That's to true. see somebody who still has that 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 moral base, man, I yo, I respect that way more. Um, way and more, And I appreciate bro. that. Way I got to yeah. tell you, our kids are crying up top, and I keep thinking like, oh, my God, this podcast is going to pick up all of the they are uh, their voices. They are screaming no. up top. Oh, no, nah, um, man. No, nah, you got to do what I do. Just put them off in one room and close the door. Nobody can hear that shit. The mics are awesome you know, nowadays. You know what we did, right? We put them in one room. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's right above I know, us. And it's yeah, so the parents here. The parents here. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. So, uh, well, I was just going to say, there's a flip side to that coin, and I want to present this point to RJ. We all know in politics, there are no permanent friends. There are no permanent enemies. There's only permanent self-interest, but at, right. yeah, but at your house, you keep it real and you keep it on straight and narrow. How do you do that yeah. support knowing that it's so venomous out there? I think it's just what you said after um, Andrew and I knew each other in college, mm-hmm. but when we dated and got married, he was at least a local elected official. Mm-hmm. So even then I could see how different his world was, mm-hmm. even, you know, in a place like Tallahassee, that's not a big city. I see the difference. I see how people treat you sometimes mm-hmm. sincerely, you know, very um, ad- admir- admirably, excuse me, yeah. I, um, of this young man, you know, youngest ever elected to office in Tallahassee. Some people for what you can do for them, mm-hmm. uh, some coming out of the woodwork to attack when you're like, what, what was that about? There, there was no there was no reason to attack there. Um, but also realizing it's like you just said, Ralph, Andrew's sincerity and authenticity for what he does 
it goes way back. It's like Roy said, it goes back to our days at FAMU. Um, yeah, he, trick you, we were, he can trick you into walking in the heat exactly. when you weren't planning to go walk. But I might not be able to keep you because Subway <laughs> has air conditioning. <laughs> you didn't say nothing about marching back. Story. You just said marching there. I marched there. Trying to get you there. Yeah. Funny story is that we were in SGA together and we actually bumped heads a lot mm-hmm. and didn't see eye to eye. But I could never say that he didn't have the right intentions, even though I didn't necessarily agree with the way he wanted to get things done. She was much more conservative. I was. She I thought don't we like should the not word be marching. Conservative. I'm you, one of those. It's like, let's go she in. She says, and well, have when, a we, when we get there, though, let's have a meeting. Like, how long are we going to be there? You know and what? When did you make that. the decision? <laughs> I didn't say that. For when we are going to that. leave. You did. I didn't say that. When are we going to make the decision for? And then what if we leave and we haven't but gotten? I did want to know what we wanted. Absolutely. You want me to march? We we spending a night in the Capitol. Ain't say, nobody I got sleeping bags or toothbrushes. What is the end Correct. game? Let That's all tell, I want to know. I, yeah, what I wanted to deal with was the, the game right <laughs> okay. now, which is but, we are pissed off at what you yep. did. Yep. And question. there are consequences. JG asked me a yes. question. My bad, man. So I'm going to get back to it. Andrew, I can't wait to meet you in real life, bro. Because when she, what's gonna happen is we gonna meet. Our wives are gonna meet, and then both of us are gonna be inconsequential. Inconsequential. Because Mm. the outside world is so Mm -hmm. tough. You know, you gotta have skin like an alligator. Is what we used to say. Mm. You know, he used to tell me all the time, "Don't read the comments." And I'm, I'm meaning that literally and figuratively. No doubt. People that have something bad to say online are off don't read the comments. Mm -hmm. And it was important for us, especially when Andrew was running for governor, that our home remained our home. It was our safe space um, so that he could physically feel the energy being different Mm -hmm. when he walked in the door. Our kids luckily were little. We wanted to keep it safe for them. Like our home is our home. Yes. And none of that outside stuff gets in here. You know, yes. I, I hate I hate to make the comparison that I'm sure y'all have both heard before, but y'all very much remind me of Barry and Michelle, uh, simply because no real talk. Yo, you, people can say what they want to, but for the eight years that dude was in D.C., you did not know jack shit that was going on in that house. Right. There was no way to know it. They kept that whole thing together super tight. They really still did. don't know a lot now. That's why I like the answer though. No. Whenever you see one of the daughters at a concert smoking and kissing somebody, be like, ooh. ooh. Like, that's all you got on them. All Nature you got know, on Barry them. wrote her that joint. Barry gave her that joint. You go on them. I, I'm let's go to the break. No let's go right. to the break. Tapping out. Tapping out. Let's go to the break. No, that's, that but, is admirable that both of them, though, you could always tell that president, first lady or not, their mm-hmm. family came first. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. And it's always. evident with the two of you. So that's why I no asked doubt. that Thank question. You. And I, I wanted to make agree. sure people understood that you need that level of support and understanding yes. because no one is yeah. perfect. Talk about it, JG. Yeah. No one is perfect and it is an unreasonable standard to keep ourselves. I always, you know, right. I, I would tell you for everything we have been through, what I've personally been through, the now, you know, being in recovery, you know, from alcohol and, um, you know, being in therapy mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, it's become very, very clear to me that most of what people have to say to you and about you is reflective of their own mm-hmm. trauma and their oh, yo, yo, their say that again. Say, their own say, their own shit. Yeah. Say that again, yeah. bro. So instead of having yeah. to deal with this stuff, they projected that's right everything onto yeah. you, and you're like, you don't know me. You don't know well me to be that passionate about 
how you feel about me. Yeah. You, you're clearly are representing how you feel about something else going on in your life. You ought to get to that. Hurt mm. people, hurt people. And I, I don't mean that, that in a in a, a, re, a reductionist way. Is it Not really something to say that if we all spent more time on working on our best selves, what mm-hmm. is in our pleasure? I mean, I love this saying Jay says often. Um, and it really resonates with me. The first thing you need to know about me is that I'm not you right. and the rest will make sense. Man, so, like, put that on a shirt, bro. I'm that's telling you, right what I told her. I mean, you market that shirt. right there. But it's, it's really, really true. So I, I just, I hate that I learned so much later in life about coming into my own mm-hmm. happiness, joy, and pleasure. Ooh. So much time was spent outwardly about okay how do we make this better for all of us and then maybe it heals a part of me internally and it maybe it worked the way god wanted it to Mm. but in reverse i would have loved to have done the me work but the truth is is that we're all on the me work probably Mm. for the rest of our lives absolutely talk about it after the break the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rob for short, is going to give us a couple of things to break the ice with co-workers of the opposite race. And then we're going to come back to Scam of the Week, man. We're going to take it home with the Dillums. Yay! The Dillums are on. Man. <laughs> Honestly, y'all could just host the rest of this show. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. 
Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Job fair, back in it. RJ and Andrew Gillum standing by for Scam of the Week. But since they're native Floridians, you know, it's it's nice to just kick back and do it for Florida this week and to help us give you some Florida stories to break the ice. As always, this gentleman, he is a pleasure to bring on this program. Walks around barefoot so he can be in tune with the earth. He can feel the chakras or whatever the fuck that shit is. And if you're ever in Central Tennessee or somewhere up and down the I-65 corridor, ladies, if you go outside and put an empty bottle of Southern Comfort up a flagpole, he will appear. His mama named him Narado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, welcome. What's up? What's going down? I, I appreciate you uh, let, getting the word out about my bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Rod, before we get into uh, breaking the ice, what say you to 14-year-olds? The state of Wisconsin is rumored to be lowering the child labor law age to 14 and allowing employers to let 14-year-olds work as late as 11 o'clock p.m. That is outrageous. This is a perfect example of them just trying to let you know. They're doing this in the face of adults not putting up with their bullshit anymore. So this is a clear-cut example of them. Like, who can we take advantage of now? How about 14-year-olds? Yeah. Like, we went through this before mm-hmm. fucking Reconstruction, after the Civil War. We're supposed to be done with child labor law shit. Like, yeah, remember back in the day, them kids was like 13, working in the rail yard and coming home like, with one like leg. Up, like, straight like 10 years old, I was caught between the trestles. Got nubs on their hands. Get married and, stuff, and they might shit. Lose a finger or a hand because they want to pay attention. But my right. counter to this, though, Rod, my counter to this, though, is that in the homes where a 14-year-old has decided that this is, a, yo, I need to work. I need to, they have chosen to make money. Are we taking, are we saying that 14-year-olds are too stupid to realize that, nah, dog, you just need to stay at the house and kick it. When there's some households that need that little extra couple of dollars. That's not supposed to be a child's place. I think uh, that goes, that that speaks more to a problem with 
the fact that you have to get a license to have a car, but as long as you can fuck, you can have a baby. Mm. Uh, we need to we need to do something about mm. uh, the requirements for being a parent because a fourteen year old oh. should not need to work to help make ends meet. That's not that's not his or her problem. That's not the child's problem. That's their parents' problem. Again, I'm in a total agreement with you not to put a fourteen year old out there. That's a socioeconomic issue. It's a whole big problem, but I just don't see 14. It's outrageous. Like, yeah. like people are like, can I get three more dollars an hour? Like, how about you bring your underage child in here and let them stay to almost midnight? Like, that's, that's a horrible negotiating tactic. Yeah. <laughs> and 14 year olds don't know how to defend themselves. They don't know what to say yes to. They don't know what to say no to. Yeah, they're not it's ready for that, situation. man. That's the bigger issue. The bigger issue is that you're dropping 14 year olds into an environment that's very hostile. I don't know if you've seen these fast food spots, but you got to have hands. And that is true. Grown men coming over the counter fighting you over a goddamn baconator. Now, if you ain't got hands, exactly. We got lower the age to uh, conceal and care to 14 also, because yeah, it's rough out here right now. All right, Rod. Let's get the people some shit to uh, break the ice. Which, which one is this? Let's let's keep it Florida, man. We got guests from Florida. <laughs> White people. Mm-hmm. What you want to be talking to your black coworkers about? If we're keeping it Florida, is rapper Kodak Black recently put out a video uh, where he defended his actions at a party recently where he was dancing with his mom and kissing her in the mouth and gripping on her ass like she was a stripper. His mama. His mama? (laughs) You're kidding, right? This was was Tom Brady kissing his (laughs) two-year-old son on the mouth to the umpteenth power. Uh, A lot of people naturally had a big problem with what was going on in that video. How did did he... How did he touch your ass? You ever been drunk at a club with a girl you knew you was going to fuck that night? No. Like that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. He was gripping and smacking over and over again. (laughs) And attempting to kiss her in the mouth. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Down South Georgia girl need to find us a statement on this real quick. It I didn't make it any better. Said something about it. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? You got that? Yeah. Kodak Black says, "I love the shit out of my mama. We've been through a lot of shit. My mama was my mama and my okay. daddy, bro. So my daddy so left the nigga when we was okay. young. My mama dog we was broken shit. My mama stood up." A nigga be in the streets every okay. day. She could lose Nothing a nigga. So when I see my mama, okay. I adore her. Cool. I'll kiss her feet, homie. Uh-huh. What you talking about? And it's like, fuck a nigga, boy. Some okay. of you niggas don't even holler at your weird. mama. Some of you niggas don't even call your mama, homie. Some of you niggas don't spend time with y'all mama, homie. But at the okay. same time, it's on some shit like, how you expect to love a bitch if you don't love your old girl? So, nigga, that's my old girl. What the fuck? She ain't tripping. Oh. Then I don't give a fuck what you talking about. End quote. But didn't he grip his mama's ass? Like, it was all, like, like it was about to run away. Like, he no. didn't grab his mama like he was just, come here, mama. He grabbed her ass <laughs> like it was about to drop from her thighs and run the fuck away. Like, I don't like, 
I'm almost like Jacqueline now when we talk about like weird like dead body <laughs> stuff. Like this is this is uncomfortable. Dog, he's yeah. trying to kiss his mama with a Newport in his hand. I ain't even making this up. Like this, yeah. this boy got a full blown Newport in his hand. Trying it's to kiss a while. It's a while. Right about that. Like they I said, his explanation don't make it no better. Talking about you adore her and you kiss her feet and no. you ain't gonna make a love a woman properly unless you love your moms the right way. And it's just like, yeah, I ain't about to uh, try to finger my moms in order to learn how to be with no girls. <laughs> That's a little much. Yeah. I, I get his theory. Like, you know, if you can't love your mama, then you can't love another woman. I, I, in theory, in all the nice <laughs> ways, I get that. But in the video, okay. this is how you love Not your mama right here. Like, just, wow. This. For a second or two, he was really playing. But then I guess something else kind of mm. got into him. But he was playing in the beginning. I don't know. All right, mm. let's flip it up, Ryan. Let's flip the script, baby. Black All people, right. flip it up. Right. what you right. want to be talking to white people about as it relates to Florida is two of their favorite things, dogs mm. and guns. Mm. Recently had a, a woman who breeds dogs in West Park, Florida, had uh, three teenagers come over to the house where she keeps the dogs, checking out a couple puppies worth a reported $4,000 a piece. What? And that's when the kids decided that's a little bit out of their price range. They were more freaking free 99 And they up pistols and took off with the puppies. Mm. And this woman kicked out of her front door with her own semi-automatic and started bucking back and they got into a full-blown shootout in front of her house over those dogs. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. dogs, it's money. That's livestock. That's bread. Mm. They basically took $12,000. Like, if you think car. about how she looks, it's three puppies. That's $12,000. <laughs> They've arrested two of the kids, but they haven't recovered the dogs yet. Where are the dogs? But she's not facing any charges because she was defending her home. Yeah, that stands your ground in a a clear sense. I would think somebody trying to steal 12 grand from you. You allowed to shoot at him from the porch. Was she not concerned with hitting Uh, the puppies? I guess at at, the the point where it's like, you know, these people could have killed me and I wouldn't be here to enjoy the 12 G's from those puppies or they're going to get away forever with these with these dogs. And so I'd never go get them back anyway. Fuck it. If they, they be dies, he dies. Yeah, they the did to me. Drug. They did to me. No. <laughs> Damn these dogs. You just about? put a gun in my face in my house. I don't give a fuck about them dogs no more. <laughs> you gotta die. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Everybody gotta go. I have a question. Oh, and this has nothing to do with gracious. anything. It's such a sidebar. So Rod just went to a wedding. And he was in the wedding. And I asked him a question about that wedding. And he didn't answer it. So I'm going to ask you now in front of everyone. Did you sleep with one of those girls at this wedding? Uh, America. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you understand me. (laughs) I did not have (laughs) sexual relations with those bridesmaids. Let them know, right? Everybody knows I've been celibate since 2009. Come on, man. Top of the year. We're going to work on that. (laughs) Rod's relationship fair. Some sort of... Like we like we gotta have something. <laughs> just oh. random people calling asking Rod for advice. Oh shit. 
I'm all for it. That should ooh, that would be. Fun. In the meantime, his podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner, and get that wherever you can. Um, you. Rod, as always, thank you, good sir. Appreciate you representing for Florida. We're just trying to do something special for our guests. It's a good deal, man. Bless up. Love you, Florida. Bye, Rod. Scam of the week time. Thank you, as always, Rod. Um, giving us some Florida stories mm. that you can break the ice with coworkers in the opposite mm. race. We've been keeping it Florida this whole show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right, all right, all right. Whatever. Look, when you get all DMV, when guests come on here from the DMV, he do does. I interrupt y'all bonding? Mm-mm. I was not disrespecting we you. Wanna... I said, all right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm stepping away. I know what that means. I, I'm, oh, I'm your, not... volume, I your volume. Your volume was a little... Nigga, I got a deep voice. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't aggressive. Right. I'm, I'm married to a Jersey woman and I got a deep voice. I'm a little oh, aggressive. Lord. See, you understand. There you go. Yeah, so, I'm, But I admit no, but I admit no disrespect at all. The podcast I, I, is three days a week. It's called Real Talk with Andrew Gillum. Uh, he's joined with us with his wife, RJ. The scam of the week is where this is the part of the show we reserve to just discuss anything you've seen shady done on any job or Anything from back in the day in your early days, pre-fam you even. You know, yeah. if it's the working at the Wendy's. I had a buddy that worked at Wendy's in Tallahassee. Yeah, Wendy's. And the code was, when he was working the drive-thru, mm-hmm. order a junior bacon, mustard only. And he knew that was the code to pack the bag. Okay. And he would ring you up for a junior bacon, mustard only, and you would leave with three bags. And you know, Wendy's, that's what? them heavy burgers. Mm-hmm. That's them weighty. Yeah, yeah. I'm square jokes. Yeah. So you got, a, you got a two-hand of Wendy's bag. The, the bag he give you from Wendy's, you had to two-hand that bitch yeah. going back into the dorm. I mean, I so Wendy's, do you touch my heart briefly? I did, I did Wendy's for a week, and it didn't work out. I wasn't fired. I actually removed myself. Uh, oh, so you quit? I, yeah, well, oh you know, this isn't going to work out for us. This wasn't what I thought. Did you walk off, just no call, no show? Or did you, like, no, no, formally... No, no, I, I told the guy. I had enough respect. I mean, I, yeah. You're such I told a him. dignified man. Even at a young age, no, that is impressive, I'm bro. I went, I, went to, I went to work for a hardware store in this particular city, mm-hmm. and I realized it's a very good white lady who had it, who, who hired me. And she was married to, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, a good white guy. <laughs> I know, and right? I know. I, <laughs> and, and about week two on the job, I realized that the manager who was over the wood section, who was this black dude, <laughs> and the good white lady who hired me were in a situation oh. Oh, that I ran up on <laughs> and uh, just back there in the light department. I realized I had ran up on it. Then my duties really kind of changed. I wasn't as responsible for restocking the nails because uh-huh. <laughs> the nails were the worst. Y'all, I had no idea there were so many variety of nails um, that you could buy. And when people came and asked me <laughs> where certain things were <laughs> in the store, you know, I just kind of make it up and uh, or get out of Dodge. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, that's not my section, you know, if you whatever. But I really was supposed to know where things were in the store and that kind of thing. But that lasted a good year and a half where Look, I got paid and work. I... You didn't have to do any work because you had secrets. <laughs> You know, stuff started to become revealed and I had to get out of there. So, but that was about mm. good into my senior year. You're a respectable brother. So, I, like, this is a question that I don't even know if you want to answer, but I got to push you on this one. After you caught them in the act, 
did they keep going oh. after you left? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Florida. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. yeah. Florida. Yeah, Florida. yeah, yeah. And, and it wasn't just one time that I, I observed it. I wasn't. What? You know, just, wait a minute, what? Some folks because be into that shit, Ralph, because it's dangerous. Places. Sex at work. Where, come on, fuck me right now on top of the lumber. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's that type hey, of shit. Hey, I told right? you. The man was the expert at wood. She was really <laughs> slim. <laughs> She, you know, just worked out that way. Not an expert in wood, Shawty. Not an expert in wood. So I guess I was actually part of the scandal because I leveraged knowing I didn't ever, of course, threaten. I never gotten to that. Yeah, you never blackmailed. No, you ain't part of it. You're not part of it. It's a bit of an understanding. Mm. Mm. The Mm. podcast (laughs) is Real Talk (laughs) with Andrew Gillum. Monday. That, that might be the best clothes we've ever had, right? There. That was <laughs> Wednesdays. <laughs> and Fridays. 100% true, by the way. I didn't make it up, so. Expert in wood. I can't. <laughs> Roy, that was for you, brother. That was for you. Andrew and RJ oh, Gillum, when I tell you I love you and I'm happy. We love you. For everything that now we you love all y'all. are doing. We love y'all. That's what's up. Oh, whenever, whenever you want me on your podcast, mm-hmm. man, I'm well, happy to I come on. I won't even. I won't even cuss. I'll. I'll come oh, over there you, and be appropriate. <laughs> I'll be appropriate. This podcast nope. is a gamut of things. <laughs> like we just, we'll have a veteran on. We'll talk about military PTSD, and then it'll be two people from OnlyFans. You don't know right. what you're getting. And then a pastor. Yeah. A pastor. Who's I would like to say that it is a diverse podcast. Thank you all come. It's it's employment is diverse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Employment is diverse. Exactly. It's real. I feel, I feel like whether you are uh, selling used panties or or you are uh, you out there working the street for the postal office, we do a very good job of being very respectful in our interview. RJ, someone offered me a thousand dollars for I my saw. undergarments. So yeah, heard, okay. I'm just like I heard. I want y'all to take a camera when you go visit the luggage store. I didn't mm. know about this. In Scottsboro, Alabama. In Alabama, yeah. where is it? In Scottsboro, Alabama. It's about an hour. It's about an hour east of Huntsville. I would love okay. to. Let me know yeah. when you're coming. Come I'll come with us. Seriously, yeah. I'm down. Okay. Love it. Well, thank you all so much for coming so on. Sweet. Thank y'all for rocking thank with you us for having us. the whole episode, man. This wasn't yes. supposed to happen, man. But uh, it's, 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 my bad. My bad. When yeah. it's a vibe, it's a vibe. Now, so, our kids are starving, so we're going to feed them. But yeah. that's why they make it all that ratchet and noise. Kids are resilient. They'll be fine. Yeah, fine. Kids are resilient. They're that's resilient. what they say every time when I used to drop them. That's they bounce. I, know, I didn't drop they, them. They, but they do bounce. They do, they do, they do bounce. Well, you know, or a version well. of. What? <laughs> what? How old is y'all kids, man? We got twin seven-year-olds and a four-year-old. Oh, nice. All right. Oh, Almost wow. old enough to work till 11 o'clock at night no. with these new child labor laws in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. All right. Well, I'll see your kids at Wendy's, and they better make sure my bag heavy. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, Thank y'all, y'all so much, Thank man. Thank y'all, man. Thank y'all, man. Y'all have a good one. All right. Yeah, man. Boys Job Fair is a product of iHeartMedia Comedy Central and South Park and Princeton Productions. Now, do you like R.J. Gillum? 
JG. Oh my gosh, I liked her already, but now she is a close friend. She is from my hometown. They both started talking about the band catching drive-bys, and I was in shock at that moment. Okay. I was like, wait a minute, what? The truth is, we went to rival yeah. high schools, so it was the shooters from our school shooting at them. It's so <laughs> triple. JG know the shooters. Is that why you're in the guns, Jacqueline? Hey, you better learn Jacqueline. fast. Jacqueline mm. went to the Lean On Me High School, Ralph. Right? <laughs> Seriously, our high school was on CNN for a brawl that happened at a basketball game. Maybe third, next time we'll invite some of your friends from Morehouse. Mm. Yeah, we can, man. in that face? My boys was a little wild. I didn't go to Morehouse you could, like, pledge and everything. Everybody I went to school with pledged frequently. I mean, most of our stories mm-hmm. ain't suitable. Yes. Most of them ain't suitable, but but they're very good people and they're upstanding lawyers and judges and important shit now. So that's a different podcast. That's oh, day. you've been to one of them? Boys, boys, sex fair. Been to one of them. Fair. I went to three of them. What are you talking about? I've never I been to one time. One time friend. I tried to go to Freak Me, my car broke down in Talladega. I couldn't get there. So I had to go. Mm. <laughs> that was God mm. telling me. Don't, <laughs> don't go. do it. We'll be back next week. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.